In today's episode of Adulting on Purpose, we talk about mornings. Starting with a quote from Robin Sharma, author of the really, really good 5am club. Take excellent care of the front end of your day and the rest of your day will pretty much take care of itself. On your morning, elevate your life. We have already said it here before that taking control of your morning is the best form of grounding you can have to the perfect day where you crush your goals and deadlines. If you can do this every day, then every week, then every month, you're well on your way to crushing all those life goals and deadlines you have for yourselves. Mornings are perfect for many reasons. Number one, it is easy to be completely alone. In this world where social apps and gadgets have taken over our lives, it is easy to get completely lost in the noise and forget to tune into yourself. I cannot stress how important that reconnection with yourself every so often is. I recommend a daily dose at least. During this time, you get to do the things you know you need to do to start your day in the most perfect way possible. I've heard from people most recently that their biggest struggle in the morning is usually the getting up part. The alarmed snoozing stories are all too familiar and I get it. While I try myself to be up at 5.30am every day, sometimes I just cannot do it or I choose not to do it. Like on most weekends, I sleep in. Um, during quarantine, while staying and working at home, I was happy to make it 6am because the entire world was on snooze anyway. And I'm happy to report that I am glad to see the grown-up content at 10pm now and more about that in a minute. However, mornings will continue to suck for you if you do not create a routine that gives back to you. Remember, the entire reason your morning is powerful is that you get to make it about you. No outside interference or expectation. Your WhatsApp notifications are not flooding in every minute and emails and phone calls every 10 or so minutes as they are bound to be at, say, 8 or 9 a.m. when the world is finally awake and buzzing. Nobody likes to rush out of the house every day barely having the time to make breakfast or end up carrying breakfast which you either hurriedly eat on your commute to work or someplace or even forget to have it all together. Just slow the fuck down. So now, the next thing I will say will sound counterproductive, but just stay with me, we'll get there. The best way to turn your morning into a miracle is to wake up just a little bit earlier than you're used to. Not the snooze time, the actual alarm time, like an hour, you dial it back an hour from there, because I assume that you set that time having in mind what you need to do to get out of the door in good time to get to work or someplace, yes? So usually the must-do stuff, the showering, the getting ready, all that good stuff. So take that time and dial it back an hour. It doesn't sound like much, but it will surprise you how much more you can accomplish with 60 extra minutes in your day. If you're like most people, more peace and quiet time will lead you into more mindful practices. Waking up just 60 minutes earlier than you have to now means that you can do that 20-minute yoga or meditation practice that you never had time for. Or you can journal, like, like me. me. I have read so much about the miracle and the power of journaling. It's a habit that I am really, really trying to practice and perfect and just include in my morning. I journal sometimes in my notebooks in longhand or now that I am becoming a savvy millennial. I got this app on my phone. It's called Morning Pages. It is such a dream. So the app is based on the book called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron, which I'm currently reading. And I just, I've been sleeping on this one because it has been on my to-be-read list for so long. I wonder why. And if journaling is also something that you're trying to get to, I highly recommend this book. 
it is really a book that is written about creativity, the artist's way. It's about creativity, but it also talks a lot about journaling. Like she really gets into it. And I don't know, Um, when I'm done, I will tell you more about morning pages, my epic successes and fails at all and all that good stuff. So stick around. If you've been struggling to do anything, you can now fit it into the morning. You know, if you're struggling to eat healthier, you have a few more minutes to make and maybe pack a lunch to make breakfast or maybe even pack a lunch from your leftovers. All that good stuff. The second reason why mornings are so good is that before anything manifests physically, it has to manifest first in your mind. And there's no easier way to do this than in the morning when everything is quiet and your mind is clear. Taking control of your morning really does help you strengthen the vision that you have. You can take the time in peace and quiet to really meditate on how you will show up to the world or how you want to show up. You know, you can purpose to have a good day by clarifying what you need to do for your day. What are your priorities? For this, I used my rule of threes, which we've talked about in a previous episode. Never more than three things on my to-do list that I have to accomplish. Of course, there can be more, but those are the three things that you need to do for your day to be a good one. Like now, I crashed this, you know? Sometimes... There, there are things that you actually want to do, but you never find the time to do them because again, it's not a pressing need. So you put it off. Like me, now I need to buy shoes. I, I do need to buy shoes. <laughs> I, I only get to do this guilt-free once a year around this time, you know, just golden planning. It's a few weeks to my birthday and so I ensure that I have all of these cool shoes. My rack is looking fresh and all the cool things. <laughs> So I've saved and saved and I should be rushing out to do this, but I just can't seem to find the time. So now I actually have to schedule it or my shoes will start falling apart. And anyway, gosh, I've really digressed. So get the three things that you need to do, clarify that and, and get those going. It's a good time. Mornings are a good time to clarify them and make real time plan and arrangements on how you're going to execute them. More often than not, you manage to get the three things done in this way. When you set the intention in the morning, you also get to do your journaling, which we all agree is a very grounding, it's very grounding, or your workouts, you know, your yogas, pilates, or go to an actual gym. Your mind is a powerful tool. If you can see it, you can do it, or you can be it. It's a cliche, but I guess that's just because it's true. And that is another thing about cliches. Like, see them, take them, and run with them. I have found this to be a particularly helpful nugget along the way. For instance, I bet you've had this many, many, many times before. Early to bed, early to rise is the way to be healthy, wealthy, and wise. And that is what we are talking about here. You probably had this when you were five years old. I do a daily devotional called um, The Daily Stoic. It has 366 devotions, so you can run through them throughout the year. And it's based on the principles of stoicism and that is as ancient as it gets right and even there the power of taking control of your life by becoming the master of your mornings is glorified that is really what they should have been teaching us in school by the way it sucks that the most useful information becomes a hit or a miss for most people in the course of their lives because it was never pointed out to you or you really bought into the had not life being an adulting reality it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. And it's really not that difficult to become a master of your mornings with the right tools. So how can you begin today to take control of your morning? Here are my three tips. Number one, the perfect morning starts the night before. I do not buy into the idea that anyone 
is a quote-unquote morning person. I am certainly not. And probably why I choose to do those chill, mindful things first thing in the morning. Because I would be hella mad if I had to go into anything else high-pressured or that kind of stuff. However, one of the reasons that so many of us struggle to get up in the morning is because we do not get good enough sleep um, the previous night. Enough good quality sleep is so important to your overall health, but it is a crucial, crucial ingredient in your recipe for the perfect morning. Trust me, it will never feel good to wake up after three or four hours of sleep. Your body will resist you because it literally just slowed down. So the first step to ensure that it feels good when you wake up is to have a good night's sleep. How do you ensure that? By making sure you go to bed at the right time. The right time will be different for everyone depending on what your schedule looks like. But as a general guideline, it is recommended that you sleep at least seven or eight hours every night for optimum health. So for instance, I wake up at 5.30 a.m. every day. Okay, most days. I feel my best on about seven and a half or eight hours of sleep. So that means I have to be in bed by 10 p.m. every night. That alarm has been sent on my phone for about two years now. I still get teased for it, but hey, people just need to fall in line. I have to do what is best for me, you know, unapologetically. My point is figure out what time you need to go to bed and reverse engineer that into the seven or eight hours you need to get the time you need to be in bed. Set an alarm and make it a habit to go to bed at that time. Number two, create a routine that you enjoy. Now, every time I say create, it is safe to assume that I mean write because I almost always do. So create the perfect morning routine by writing it down. That way it becomes real. Trust me, nothing sucks more than waking up and realizing that you have nothing to do. Picture your perfect morning. What does it look like? Are you sitting with a cup of coffee, writing in your journal, then enjoying your skincare routine, your hot shower, you know, leisurely getting ready for the day and walking out of the door to start it? No rush. Whatever your version of the perfect morning is, envision it. One of the things I've been trying to get into my morning routine, as I said earlier, without success, is journaling. Um, so naturally, I just pick up a book. I picked up a most buzzworthy book on the subject, The Artist's Way. We've already talked about this. And through this, I am learning how important writing is to creation. So if you want to manifest it in your life, write it down. Start with your morning routine. Again, use the rule of threes to do this. Start by writing down the three things that you would like to do every day before you start working or have to leave the house. Well, at this point, if you don't already have one, feel free to experiment with a few things and still see which ones stick and which ones you enjoy. Take note of the energy that anything you do brings you. That will guide you into finally getting a routine that you can stick to. Number three, lose the snooze. I've had it so many times. The story of the snooze button, you know how it goes. Let's not belabor the point. But I find it hard to believe that after a good night's sleep and a morning routine to look forward to, anyone would have the need to snooze their alarm. But in case you're one of those that need an extra push, I have some hacks for you. So sometimes I also risk it all by doing something the previous night that definitely cuts into my nighttime. You know, those after work drinks that stretch late into the night, an irresistible Netflix binge, you know, the usual stuff. And when that happens, I know that my mornings will be a struggle. And given the chance, I will snooze the hell out of the alarm. What works for me is that I keep my phone away from me. Mine, I keep it in the closet a few minutes before I am set to go to bed. It's on D&D, so I get to completely cut off. And when it goes off in the morning, I have to get up from my bed and take the few steps to my closet to get it. Sometimes I even leave it in my kitchen so that it's loud enough. I can still hear it and it will irritate me. And I have to get up to go get it. So once I'm up, all I need to do is make the next right decision.
option, which is to fling open my windows and curtains to air out the room. And that is usually enough to get me up and going. I find that the hardest thing about the alarm is how easy it is to snooze on your smartphone. But once you've hit the ground, I find that it's easy to keep going. So find a way to keep your alarm far from you and see if this works. And of course, technology now has all of these apps that you can use. So I've heard of this one that makes you solve mathematics problems. I think you have to solve three in increasing levels of difficulty and so before you can switch off the alarm so by the time you're done with that apparently you're supposed to be awake so if you need a little bit more help maybe you could try that that is all from me today good humans thank you so much for chilling with me if you enjoyed this episode leave me a comment on the instagram page for this podcast adulting on purpose or slide into my dms on the social i am at jambi.s.ke across all social platforms and i enjoy all the comments and conversations i have been having with some of you so keep those coming i love it if you're anyone would benefit from this or any other conversations we've had on here please share it with them and let us contribute to the collective intelligence of the world because we are good humans. Better ciao!